the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Salem Surround. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Tornadoes that tore through parts of the south and Midwest have left at least 11 people dead in their wake. The storms collapsed a theater roof during a heavy metal concert in Illinois, possibly dozens of tornadoes touching down overnight. In Little Rock, Arkansas, where some of the worst damage was done, Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders promised there will be assistance on the way. Arkansas and the state government stand ready to offer whatever assistance is needed. Uh, We've offered that to the mayor here as well as other cities across the state. The governor's comments, courtesy of KATV, Joanna McFadden was among those who huddled for safety in a nail salon to try to let harm pass by. I didn't hear anything. Yeah. I, I heard a, a pop, and we could tell that it had moved, and we opened the door, and the roof was gone. It was raining right outside the door that we had closed in the back. And this is SRN News. Brandon Tatum approaches the issue with common sense. I just think people should realize that laws don't necessarily divert people from committing crimes. Gun laws are like speed limits. It's a suggestion. What, what what needs to be done is that parents need to be monitoring their children. Instead of letting video games raise your kids, that's called poor parents. The Officer Tatum Show, afternoons at 5 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Sideline Sanity with Michelle Tafoya is a great podcast. You get her unique perspective on world news, politics, and pop culture. Sideline Sanity with Michelle Tafoya. Heard at SalemPodcastNetwork.com or watch each episode on YouTube. It's AM 1280 The Patriot with your weather forecast. Today's high mid-30s, breezy wind conditions throughout your afternoon. Tonight's low reaching 21 for your overnight. Sunday, high of 50 degrees, partly sunny skies. It's AM 1280 The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that's making talk radio great again, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, 21 years and running as Twin Cities' foremost source of things I'm interested in writing about. And, of course, this broadcast itself now, as of today, entering one month into year 20 of dominating all Twin Cities media, print, video, television, radio, podcasts, all of it. Whatever it is, you name it, we beat it, and we make it look easy. We, in this case, being myself, uh, Jack Tomzak, the new guy, Brad Carlson. By the way, uh, Jack coming up in two hours here at 3 o'clock, 3 to 5 p.m., the old King Banyan slot. Uh, that's uh, the new guy. Uh, J- Brad Carlson tomorrow from 1 to 3 p.m. here on AM 12A, The Patriot. And, of course, King Banyan. Saturday mornings from 9 to 11 a.m. and our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Together, it's the Northern Alliance Radio Network. We do what we do best because, well, that's when you what you do when you're the best. You continue to dominate. Anyway, huge week this past week. Hard to know where to start. One of these days where I almost wish Brad would take a day off so I could cover a Sunday or even better yet, have somebody out there who needs to have a, a network or even local drive-time talk show on the air, perhaps sponsoring it to to some munificent extent. So we have 15 hours a day to talk about this stuff because I literally have five shows worth of stuff to talk about today. I'm never going to get to it all. It's frustrating. I'm going to have to start a podcast just to fit it all in. It is that crazy. At any rate, as, 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 we, as you've heard, no doubt, because uh, it was in all the headlines. There was a spree killing in uh, Nashville, Tennessee this past week at a school. 
And Berg's 18th law, as always, went into effect, meaning uh, whenever you hear a story like this, a mass shooting, a spree killing, anything of the sort, you're going to be, uh, you're well advised to wait at least, when I originally wrote the law, it said 48 hours. In fact, in some cases, you may be better off waiting a week or more. Berg's 18th law of media latency states as follows. Nothing the media writes or says about any emotionally charged event, a, a spree killing, a police shooting, anything, should be taken seriously for 48 hours after the original incident. And, and by the way, I may have to amend that because 72 is more useful. And even as we head towards the end of the first week after the, the mass shooting, Uh, The media is still churning out pure fantasy bilge on the subject. At any rate, uh, don't want to go down that rabbit hole right now, but we'll get there. By the way, uh, to continue Berg's 18th law, that information for that first period of time, 48 or more hours, will largely be rubbish as media outlets vie to scoop each other, even on incorrect facts. And I I observed that law. I didn't go speculating about the, the shooting in Nashville, but... I went out bright and early on a short, sturdy limb, as I say, and guessed uh, the <laughs> mass shooting at the Covenant School would disappear down the memory hole. And uh, when I said that, I wasn't betting on the depravity of the American media, the extent to which they've been sucked into the DEI vortex. Uh, I'll explain in a minute here. The shooter, Yesi, is a former student. And while this student has been almost universally, uh, what's the term they use uh, in in the woke community, dead named in the media, by because you'll notice the mainstream media refers to the killer who will remain unnamed on this show by either name, uh, by her original female identity. And except for the parts of the media like NBC News that actively presented her or him or yourself, uh, anyway, this person who considered himself, herself, their self male, but was born with two X chromosomes, uh, portraying her as the victims or at one trans uh, rally uh, in uh, at a number of trans rallies, actually, and an awful lot of transgender movement media uh, portrayed the incident as having seven victims, including the shooter. Bright and early in the crisis, bright and early in the episode, unconfirmed reports that have now been confirmed identified the Nashville shooter as a biological female that identified as he, him on their LinkedIn. Authorities believe the transgender shooter previously attended the Christian school. Uh, the, crea- uh, the account has uh, been deleted. Now, Bear in mind, over the course of three years, that's four spree killings carried out by people with some degree or another of gender dysmorphia. Now, there have been some deeply misguided people who've gone on record and said said on, on Twitter, on social media, and said, maybe we need to stop barring transgender people from buying guns. Of course, that's complete garbage. That's that's a terrible take. Actually, two of my uh, best Two of my best transgender friends, because it turns out, by the way, I have a good half dozen people in my social circle or who have been in my social circle who who transitioned genders for one reason or another to one destination or another. And Christ says, love everyone as a human being. And I do. And, and by the way, a couple of these people are smart enough to say, look, I'm, I'm not going to force you to believe anything you don't want to. That's that's. That's a wise idea in a pluralistic society uh, based on some form of toleration of differences. I tolerate them. They tolerate me. We go on together. Beyond that, two of these transgender members of my social circle are Second Amendment activists. Because civil rights are not culture war swag to be given out to people on your side. They're civil rights to everyone who is a law-abiding citizen, however they identify. If someone is a transgender person who doesn't have a criminal record, a violent criminal record, I should say, and no record of uh, drug abuse, alcohol abuse, or violent mental illness, they have the same rights you and I do. Nobody's arguing that. But... 
the avalanche of mental illness that was spurred on by the lockdowns, which we talked about, by the way, on this show with Angus Fox uh, two years ago, uh, spurred on by the lockdowns and by the, the sort of spiritual and emotional malaise that we're suffering from, which we'll talk about later on in the show, is, let's just say, paying dividends to the class in our society that benefits from both. And, and by the way, uh, I'm sure the various cultural cues, uh, dealing with people who not are, are mentally ill, not to the extent that they're transgender, but that they like this, the person who carried out the shooting in uh, in Nashville and the person earlier this year in, I believe it was Boulder or Colorado Springs, similar deal, uh, carried out a shooting at a at a at a LGBT nightclub. Uh, someone who identified as as transgender or at least non-binary. I'm, I'm sure, by the way, that people like Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan walking around modeling T-shirts saying protect, uh, protect trans kids featuring a big nasty looking Bowie knife on the front of the shirt. I'm sure that has nothing to do with pushing people who are perhaps on the brink of conventional sanity over an edge that they shouldn't be pushed over. No, I'm sure there's no relation there whatsoever. By the way, not to brag, but I was right. Like most Second Amendment advocates, I was right yet again. Like most spree killers, the spree killer in Nashville chose the target, the Covenant Christian School, because there was less chance of resistance. School's a gun-free zone. And it had more lax security than the other target that this person uh, with two X chromosomes uh, was originally looking at. You can draw your own conclusions on that. I know I am. So there's some bad news here and there's some good news. Uh, The bad news is the Nashville shooting or really just the purchase of the firearms that the person with two X chromosomes uh, could uh, the, per- the guns that they purchased could have been prevented if people took mental health reporting seriously? And by people, I mean government. Uh, this is a report that came out this past week, uh, National Review this past week. Under federal law, it's illegal for any person to sell or otherwise dispose of a firearm or ammunition to any person knowing or having reasonable cause to believe that such person, including a juvenile who has been adjudicated as a mental defective, or has been committed to any mental institution of 16 ages, uh, years of age or older. Mental defective, said this piece by, I think it was Charles Cook, uh, is a term you don't hear often anymore. And in some ways, some may find it offensive. But under federal law, it has a specific meaning. A finding by any court, board, commission, or other lawful authority that a person is a danger to himself or others or lacks the mental capacity to contract or manage his own affairs as a result of marked subnormal intelligence or mental illness, incompetency, condition, or disease. The Nashville shooter was without a doubt a danger to others, and that threat to others was almost certainly connected to her mental illness. The evidence was there for her to be declared mentally defective and to be barred from owning firearms. The shooter's parents believed she should not be allowed to own a firearm, indicating that she had said or done things that made her parents believe she was a potential threat. But, looky here, nobody acted upon those concerns and nobody reached out to police. Because there is such a stigma in this country in general, after 20 years of being browbeaten about the, the, uh, about, about the issue... To, to take any sort of protective action against those who's, who might be mentally ill in, in ways that might lead to violence, especially in this equity-obsessed world, or at least the, the, the world run by the parts of the world that run the culture, uh, against anyone who, who might identify as transgender in any way. The good news, unlike the Uvalde shooting and the Parkland shooting, the initial reports indicated the cops' response was fast and violent and decisive. Something, by the way, that the Secret Service long ago, as in after Columbine, determined was the key factor for dealing with spree killers. And by the way, this blog, uh, my blog, shotinthedark.info, I actually posted the link to the police uh, entry and uh, 
<laughs> their response. Uh, they, they followed the textbook that the Secret Service laid out after Columbine to the letter. They went in with whoever they had available. The first four cops to arrive went in as a as a stacked foursome going from uh, room to room. And once they heard shooting, they moved towards the shooting rather than clearing the rooms because they know most likely it's one shooter and most likely they're still trying to kill people. And they moved in and they killed the shooter. I posted the video at shotinthedark.info uh, in a post entitled By the Book. I may post it at the, sh- at the show post a little later on here today. It's grisly. It is not safe for work, and it is exactly the way the police, or for that matter, well, not civilians. We'll talk about that more in a bit here, because it's a big week for gun rights here in Minnesota, starting last Saturday. Go nowhere. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Your children and grandchildren are inheriting a world that's more upside down than ever before. They'll need extraordinary skills to make a positive impact. A Christian education will give them the solid foundation they need to not only endure, but thrive. And that education is available for half off their first year through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. To see our full list of participating schools and to see if the half-off tuitions program is a good fit for your family, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. For adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy, now there's SkyRizzy. Rizinkizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection. With SkyRizzy, three out of four people achieve 90% clear skin at four months. And SkyRizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Nothing in me go hand in hand. Nothing on my skin, that's my new plan. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic and psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. We need your help. Hello, I'm Marianne Koharski, Director of Pro-Life Across America. In my 30-plus years, I've never seen such a concerted attempt to silence our efforts and at a time when it's most needed. There's a powerful effort to prevent and block our pro-life messages. Our billboards, social media, and digital ads are all impacted. Unplanned pregnancies still happen. Our ads feature a hotline number connecting callers with more than 3,000 pregnancy support centers across America, offering alternatives to abortion, free ultrasound, and pregnancy help. Babies lie are being saved. The need still exists. It really does. And Pro-Life Across America needs your help. To donate, please find us at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Did you know I could suck my thumb before I was born? Yep, we all started small. Do you want to make a difference in your community? Volunteer with your local fire department. Operational and non-operational positions are available and training is provided. Anyone can be a volunteer. You just need the heart and drive to make a difference where it's needed most. When your community needs you, will you be there to answer the call? Learn more about volunteering at makemeafirefighter.org. That's makemeafirefighter.org. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join us. By the way, broadcasting from a different facility today, I'm up at the AM 980 studio upstairs for the third time in 19 years, I am broadcasting in the presence of natural light. Of signs that there is an outdoor world out there. The, the AM12A, the Patriot Studio, is down in the bunker. We call it the bunker because it was designed at a time when some radio stations were designed to be able to ride out the aftermath of a nuclear attack. 
And there's there's times when that's been somewhat comforting in the political environment here in Minnesota. But every once in a while, it's kind of nice to see how the other half lives up here. Natural light, brand new microphone stands that don't slip. It has indeed. But I have a hunch we'll be back down in the basement before too terribly long. By the way, they got new cameras up here, which kind of gives me all sorts of ideas about maybe, maybe, just maybe we should do more stuff up here and make use of the really, really cool video facilities they have up here. Oh, the thing, the dreams I have here. I can see why it's taking so long to get them downstairs, by the way. 651-289-4488. By the way, uh, because this switch upstairs was a uh, response to, let's just say, a, an emergent technical situation, a lot of the social media stuff and the the video stream on Facebook are, are down for right now. I'll, I may try and get back into that here shortly, but we're just doing a show here. We do this old school. Uh, I, I'm still active on Twitter, though. So if you have a comment uh, for the show on Twitter, you can join us at hashtag Narn Show. That's N-A-R-N Show on Twitter. Uh, operators are standing by there. Or just give us a call the old-fashioned way at 651-289-4488. Now, as I pointed out, Unlike Uvalde and Parkland, situations you may remember uh, where the police that were present at the situation, both school uh, resource officers and uh, the police themselves, uh, were at least initially completely useless in dealing with spree killers uh, to the point where it was a scandal of national proportions. At Parkland, you may recall, the school security officers and the school resource officer, uh, the school re- was it the security guard who saw uh, Nick Cruz uh, running toward the school with his rifle out, basically hid in a closet until the shooting was over. And the school resource officer, a, uh, a, 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 a sheriff's deputy, basically went and searched a building that uh, a part of the campus that had no shooting going on. I mean, basically ran away uh, from and, and was disgraced in the eyes of, of his colleagues, not nearly as much as the uh, county sheriff involved who led the initial response and essentially kept his officers, his name was uh, Sheriff Scott Israel, and uh, he basically kept his deputies out in the parking lot milling around like a bunch of confused cattle until most of the bodies were cold. Uh, fortunately, the local police had been better trained and were better led. They went in immediately and they did uh, <laughs> too late. But they did they did things by the book. Uvalde was even worse, by the way. You had hundreds of cops milling around outside like the crowd at a date, Grateful Dead concert for four, for over an hour, for between 40 and 60 minutes, uh, when the <laughs> as the killer uh, went about his uh, his trade, basically trying to, to, to come up with a negotiated settlement with someone who was locked in a room with a bunch of helpless victims. Something that the Secret Service learned 20 years ago and changed after the Columbine shooting, is the worst possible response. What they said, well, they said two things. First of all, uh, the the way for police to go in is to go in immediately, to not wait for the SWAT team, which (laughs) at Columbine they did for four hours, meaning three and a half hours after Klebold and Harris were dead uh, from their own guns. Uh, they, They waited for four hours, by which time the situation had long since resolved itself. Uh, the Secret Service says, no, the idea is once you get a team of two to cover each other, or better yet, a team of four to cover each other mutually to move through the halls, you go in, you clear rooms until you hear the sound of shooting, and then you drop everything and you move towards the sound of the shooting. And when you see the person doing the shooting, you shoot right away. You don't say, hey, drop your gun and surrender. Let's talk this out. You shoot them right away. This all sounds very Chuck Norris, all very macho. No, 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 no. This is the Secret Service and the FBI's training advice to police. In the most life and death of all life and death matters, someone engaged in a spree killing, especially at a school. And... If you look at my post entitled "By the Book," which I, 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 I will repost the video shortly here on the on the show post when I get a chance, uh, the officers involved uh, behaved 
exactly as the Secret Service and the FBI have been training officers to do for close to 20 years now. Uh, the uh, Metro Nashville police officers, Rex Engelbert, a four-year veteran, and Michael Colazzo, a nine-year veteran, uh, were part of a team of first responders to the Covenant campus on Monday morning. They fired on the active shooter who was killed. Uh, we showed the body camera vintage, and it was extremely graphic. I mean, they they pixelated out bodies of, in a couple cases, dead victims, and at the end of the videos, and they showed both Engelbert and Colazzo's uh, videos, uh, the, the, the dead perpetrator. But they did exactly what they're supposed to do. Now, something else that, uh, that the, the, by the way, uh, there have been people who, who attacked the police uh, openly or tacitly for killing the, uh, the shooter. Or at least there are people out there who are tacitly doing it by mourning the death of the shooter because transgenocide. Now, let me say this again. Nothing but love and respect for the transgender friends I do actually have. I will lay odds on a small amount of money that I probably have more transgender friends than your typical progressive. I'm not going to go to the go to the mattresses over that particular uh, claim, but I have a fair amount of people in my life who are transgender and and love and respect them for what they do and who they are disagree with certain things doesn't matter they disagree with certain things about me as long as they don't ask me to say two plus two equals five we get along just fine and they never do to my knowledge but this is yeah anyway this is well i'll post that at the show post later on here the other part that so many of the people who are are on the left but are praising the officers, if only mutedly, to avoid the wrath of the progressive uh, minority, is the other thing that the uh, Secret Service and the FBI said after Columbine was, most of these spree killers plan these attacks for quite some time. And, And by the way, we know that the Nashville shooter did, in fact, spend a certain amount of time planning this shooting to the point of writing a manifesto which has been posted online, although I will not, uh, because I will not give these people the fame in death that they sought, Uh, which, by the way, most of us conservative talk show hosts uh, are with these days. That's our policy for almost everyone out there. Uh, But this person had been playing this shooting for some time. And when they carry this shooting out, this, this is the Secret Service and the FBI talking, not me. When they carry out these shootings... They are in a a reverie, a fantasy state, Uh, sort of like you meeting your favorite movie star or you skiing a ski uh, run you've always dreamed about or or seeing a concert you've always wanted. This is a culmination of these people's lives, carrying out these spree mass murders. And they plan these things out, as the Nashville shooter did, specifically to avoid any resistance. And when someone unexpectedly resists, the plan goes off the rails. And they will usually back away. In many cases, they they run away and shoot themselves or they give up. Or they try to run away and then give up. And and by the way, at shotinthedark.info, I've documented a large number of such cases. From the Clackamas Mall shooting in 2011 in 2012 in Portland, Oregon, where a guy drew down his legally permitted firearm on a would-be spree killer who had murdered two people, causing the spree killer to turn and run into a nearby store and shoot himself. Or the shooting at the Kroger's two years ago in Lexington, Kentucky, in which an African-American man defending his family Uh, shot back at a white supremacist who dropped his gun and ran away and was captured and is now serving life without parole, (laughs) saving himself from from a lethal injection by a plea deal. Uh, what what, What they also pointed out was it doesn't matter whether that resistance has a badge on it or not. And when you realize that, you come to the inexorable fact, as John Lott has pointed out, 
that in the United States today, out of t- roughly 20-odd thousand school districts, 5%, roughly 1,000, have dropped the gun-free zone label. They allow their staff, in some cases, just to people with carry permits to bring their pieces to school. In other cases, they allow people who want to serve as ad hoc security to take some special training and serve as ad hoc security. But uh, in those 20 years, whatever the policy, there has never been a shooting on school grounds during school hours at any of these schools. I pointed this out to, by the way, a member of the Twin Cities news media this past week and showing the sort of entitlement and lack of seriousness that seems to grow on reporters after a certain amount of time at the top of the train. So, well, there's not been shootings in a lot of districts. You know, zero is different than not a lot. I'm sorry to tell you, Bucko. But more when we come back, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Want a place where your child learns to form their own opinions, seek the truth, and see the world through God's lens? At Liberty Classical Academy, love of God and country is not controversial. They teach the foundational principles of Western civilization, including the U.S. Constitution. They're raising up the next generation of responsible citizens this country needs. Discover how your child can begin a life that inspires at Liberty Classical Academy. Schedule a tour today or attend an open house. Search for Liberty Classical Academy. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at crazy low prices. They have access to great prices and discounts at over 500 different airlines. Plus 300,000 hotels and rental car companies. Their prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping so stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight let one of our smart fares expert travel agents find the best price for you call smart fares today and get ready to see the world with a fat wallet 800-989-0841 800-989-0841 that's 800-989-0841 For women facing unplanned pregnancies, Robbinsdale Women's Center is the best first step in getting information, resources, and the support they need to make an informed choice. I'm talking with Bruce, a longtime supporter of RWC. Bruce, why do you and your wife continue to give? We love and appreciate what RWC offers women. Empowerment when they feel most vulnerable. Unlike some clinics that offer only one choice, RWC provides accurate information on all options so women can make the best choice. Our investments are fruitful and saving lives. Each week, an average of five women who are initially at risk will instead choose life. RWC is debt-free, receives no government funding, it's 100% donor-funded, and needs our help to reach even more women with life-affirming care and support. How can listeners help support the life-affirming work at Robbinsdale Women's Center? Go to rwcinfo.org to help more women have the opportunity and support to choose life. Donate today at rwcinfo.org. I'm Scott from the History Unplugged podcast. History can be a bit of a tongue twister with its weird-sounding names of people, places, and things, but it really isn't that confusing. History is the story of who we are and how we comport ourselves while soaring to victory in battles over forts, seaports, and cities that fortunately thwarted the schemes of villains and their blood sports, like the 1415 Battle of Agincourt. It's about legal battles in courts, about the contortion of torts over the retorts of consorts that turned into kangaroo courts. I exhort you to listen to History Unplugged on the podcast player of your choice, and you can listen to it while wearing shirts, shorts, skirts, skorts, or jean jorts. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. You need more great content, perhaps when you're not tuned into the radio, not driving back and forth between wherever you drive back and forth between, check out the Salem Podcast Network. I mean, it's it's what you do when you need more uh, space that a radio station could give you to put out all the great stuff. You got Michelle Tafoya, you got Dinesh D'Souza, you got all sorts of people. So... To do is check out Salem Podcast Network. Network. It's the place to go for brand new stuff all the time. By the way, 
uh, someone called in during the break. Uh, someone who I, I believe goes by the social media ty- uh, name of Titan of Socratic Logic. And I believe I, I, I've got the quote here. Uh, G Money wrote the quote down. He said something like, Lazaro Trump family values, Lazaro family values Trump, uh, payoffs Lazaro, uh, hypocrite Lazaro Trump. I, I think I can probably tease a question out of there. He wouldn't stay on the uh, stay on to go on the air, by the way. That's a shame because I, I not only welcome, but sig- actually challenge people on the left who pack the gear or think they pack the gear. <laughs> Sorry, who pack the gear to actually engage on the air. Unlike Nash, uh, Minnesota Public Radio, unlike... The local progressive talk station, which I'm amazed to see is still on the air, but it is apparently sort of, I mean, sort of alive in the same way someone on life support is is alive, technically speaking. Uh, we, we let people who challenge us on the air first. Standing orders to all the producers. Anyway, uh, this person uh, is, is saying, well, why are you talking about other things when Ant- Anton Lazaro... Why, why haven't you made a big deal about Anton Lazaro or, or Donald Trump being indicted? Well, for starters, I, I, have, I don't make a big deal out of it because it's a, the court's system it made a big deal out of Anton Lazaro. And he, he's going to jail. He was found guilty yesterday. He's going to be in jail for a very long time, as everyone knew. What did I have to add to it? I repudiate that sort of behavior. Oh, uh, as an additional uh, thing that Titan of Socratic Logic uh, said was uh, Lazaro Carter had Carter had Lazaro Trump. And and I think what he's getting at is what about the uh, connection between Anton Lazaro and uh, former GOP chair Jennifer Carnahan? Well, it's bad. Or rather, I should say, it was bad because Lazaro has been arrested for quite some time. And Jennifer Carnahan left the chairmanship of the GOP over a year and a half ago and was rejected in her run for further office in the first CD. And when she made noises about running for GOP chair again, it went over with about the... (laughs) It went over about as well as a, a, a Klansman in a, Bapt- a Southern Baptist church rally. So it's non-news. What's to talk about? Anton Lazaro's a pig. Not allegedly. I mean, the courts have found that he was, in fact, a pig who did horrible illegal things and victimized uh, a, a lot of young women. And he's been found guilty. And he'll be going to jail just as everyone said he would. But once something's in court, I mean, there's not that much to talk about. Trump, who cares? I want him out of the way. I'm on Team Ron. So Titan of Socratic Logic, swing and a miss. If you ever think you pack the gear to go on the air. (laughs) I slay me. They never do. It, it, people like this, Titan of Socratic Logic, who, who gave G-Money an earful off the air, but then hung up, kind of reminds me of those DFLers back when we used to be at the state fair and we'd be across the street from the DFL booth. And they'd run into the middle of the seating area in front of the stage where we were broadcasting. And they'd yell some, so yeah, party of the rich. <laughs> and we'd try and engage them and they'd run away, scamper away like scared bunnies. There was one woman, little 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 woman came in the middle of of the group and i was ready i was ready to jump over the fence with a mobile microphone say let's let's talk let's debate let's let's actually engage on this and she walked in the middle of the of the seating area and yell single pair now single pair now and i made my move i was going to try and engage with her with the mobile microphone and she took off she was like 70 years old and she ran away like florence uh, like flojo kids ask your parents like Florence Joyner. Florence Griffin Joyner. That's it, yeah. The greatest female sprinter in the world at that time, which occurs to me was probably like 20 years ago. Anyway, engage. None of you can because none of you have ever have to. This is the fu- uh, the fundamental basis of the idea of urban progressive privilege. Most of you on the progressive side have come up through a system in a place where you've never had to deal with cognitive dissonance and you really stink at it. 
because none of you can last more than a round of in, in an actual up and up debate of the facts without resorting to uh, straw men, ad hominem, or worse. Prove me wrong. I mean, try to prove me wrong if you pack the gear to try <laughs> again. Again, I slay me. Uh, the the people, the number of progressives I've run into in nineteen years of doing this show fit on one of my hands and give me a couple fingers in change. <sighs> All right. So uh, there's a reason, by the way, the uh, the DFL has been a little upset this week. Governor Waltz gave a speech this past week. I'm going to come back to that speech. Let's talk about the motivation. This past week, actually, it was yesterday, uh, in an opinion in Worth et al. versus Harrington in the federal court, uh, actually United States District Court, uh, the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus's litigation against the state of Minnesota, against uh, uh, Chief Harrington, former police Chief Harrington, who's now the public safety commissioner, uh, issued a summary judgment immediately stopping Minnesota's prohibition on 18 to 20 year old adults from obtaining a permit to carry in Minnesota and lawfully carrying a firearm for self-defense. Quote. Judgment is granted to plaintiffs, that's the good guys, on the issue of whether Minnesota Statute 624.714 violates the right of the individual plaintiffs and otherwise qualified 18 to 20-year-old members of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, Second Amendment Foundation, and Firearms Policy Coalition to keep and bear arms as guaranteed by the Second and Fourteenth Amendments to the United States Constitution. Judge Menendez, a Biden appointee, uh, the decision enjoins, as to say, stops, Minnesota governmental entities from enforcing the previous 21-year-old minimum age requirements for a permit to carry. The Gun Owners Caucus is joined in this lawsuit by the Second Amendment Foundation, the Firearms Policy Coalition, and a bunch of individual plaintiffs. This is good news, folks. By the way, this uh, you, this was greeted by a number of DFLers who said, 18-year-olds with guns, this is going to be carnage. To which the people who know what they're talking about respond, do you know what it takes to get a carry permit in Minnesota? You have to go in there with a clean criminal record. You got to pony up 100 bucks or 50 to 100 bucks, depending on your county, I believe. And basically got to prove that you're not a risk. And it's worked because in 20 years, with a brief break in 2004, 2005, uh, out of 300,000 people with carry permits in the state of Minnesota, in 20 years, there have been exactly two, to the best of my knowledge, two carry permit holders who have uh, killed anyone, which is a rate of offense roughly an order of magnitude less than the general population. I, I, I should say that was an order of magnitude, two, order, uh, two orders of magnitude less in 2016 when the homicide rate in Minnesota was about half what it is today. So. A law-abiding citizen with a clean criminal record is one-sixth as likely to kill someone unjustifiably as a policeman who are themselves one-seventh as likely as the general population. That got the DFL exercised. Now, now Governor Klink has gotten used to having his own way, getting his own way on everything legislative in this legislative session so far. And he's getting snubbed by a judge, doesn't sit right with him. He gave a, a talk yesterday trying to get Republicans on board with the remaining items in his gun control agenda. By the way, last week I was out at the Gun Owners Caucus's rally at the Minnesota State Capitol. Rob Dore announced to tumultuous applause that uh, all but two items on the gun control agenda are DOA. Now, uh, the, the red flag gun confiscation and universal registration are still on it, on the on tap. We'll talk about that later. But uh, the the eighteen the ban on uh, eighteen to twenty year old carry permit holders that's been around since two thousand three has been struck down. And this was the speech that Governor Clink gave yesterday. Blood alone moves the wheels of history. Governor Clink. Have you ever asked yourselves in an hour of meditation? which everyone finds during the day, how long we have been striving for greatness. Not only the years we've been at war. This is uh, Governor Klink uh, giving a speech yesterday about being snubbed in federal court uh, on on his, uh, on the, on the key, uh, on a key uh, portion 
of the Department of Public Safety's war on the gun owner, basically making sure that people who are okay to join the military and take care of, maintain nuclear weapons, drive nuclear submarines, drive tanks, but they can't get a carry permit in the state of Minnesota. Well, now, uh, according to Judge Menendez, they can. Governor Klink was not happy about this. He stomped his uh, stomped his little hands on his little podium and threatened Republicans, by the way, who don't support the remaining bits and pieces and chaff of his uh, gun control legislation. And essentially uh, is has nothing to do but threat, threaten because right now he's trying to blame Republicans for this. But in fact, in the Senate... The, the DFL has a one-vote majority, and a number of those votes are from DFL districts that are out of state, that are outstate, rather, greater Minnesota, that uh, are districts that went for Trump in 2016 and may have gone for Trump in 2020 and are, let's just say, not firm DFL seats. And so, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's talking about the Republicans. But he's basically trying to scare DFLers back into line. And will it work? Well, that's where you and I come in. More on that in a bit. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay. Or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Epiphany Catholic School strives to grow your students' heart and mind to give students an education grounded in faith, knowledge, and virtue. Although educational styles change, the vision of faith-infused education never wavers. Epiphany is committed to forming students into saints and citizens for this world and the next. Epiphany Catholic School is located in Coon Rapids, serving students from pre-K through 8th grade. For more information, visit epiphanyschoolmn.org. Be kind, and you could win $5,000 or a new roof for your home from Estate Claim Services, GAF, and the Salvation Army. Visit our fan club page to see the daily acts of kindness and enter to win. Then on April 17th, you could be awarded a new roof for your home and $5,000, plus have another five grand to donate to a deserving organization in your name. The Kindness Challenge from Estate Claim Services, GAF, and the Salvation Army. Details at am1280thepatriot.com. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Looking for a new way to give back to your community, learn new skills, and make a real difference? Consider volunteering with your local fire department. The majority of U.S. firefighters and emergency responders are volunteers, answering the call when their community needs them. Be part of a dedicated team of volunteers who step up and protect their community from all types of hazards. You can be the difference. There's no typical firefighter. Anyone can volunteer to serve their community. Volunteering as a first responder is really about having the heart and drive to make a difference where it's needed most. Aside from helping your community and being there for those in need, being a member of the Volunteer Fire Service provides many benefits, including an opportunity to learn new skills and join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Your community needs you. Will you answer the call? Learn more and find a local volunteer opportunity at makemeafirefighter.org. That's makemeafirefighter.org. Hear the top voices in conservative radio on your Amazon smart speaker. Now streaming AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Just ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis. That's play The Patriot Minneapolis. AM 1280 The Patriot. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call if you want to engage. And when I say engage, don't do like Titan of Socratic Logic did and just yap away at G-Money. Go on the air. Because it's possible 
One or more DFLers might actually pack the gear to try. <laughs> Jeez, I know, I know. Maybe the air up here is just not, not as dense as it is downstairs, and it's affecting my thought process. I, I just said something so absurd. Oh, you never know. You never know. Anyway, 651-289-4488. Stand with Israel Tour. Go to am12aythepatriot.com. Click on the Stand with Israel banner. That will take you to a page with all the details of what was going to be the coolest trip you ever take in your life. I would love to go. I would love to go, except I'm going to Norway this year. Long story. I'll catch you up on it later. So, stay tuned for much more. And go to am12aythepatriot.com. It took a solid week for the story to get out. And by the way, I I say this in reference to this idea that uh, the concept of urban progressive privilege, which is something I I coined a couple of years ago as a satirical response to the notion of white privilege, which, like most of my satirical responses, turns out to be 98 percent truth. (laughs) And it's this people in uh, DFL office in in D, in the upper reaches or even the middle to lower reaches of dfl uh or progressive uh life in places like minneapolis and st paul places where the progressivism is just part of the heartbeat of the of the place i mean it's been so taken over that really you can go from birth to death if you really want to without ever having to confront any any sort of cognitive dissonance about your political beliefs uh, because there are there there is almost no uh, response. There is almost no opposition to you. It's certainly not in institutional life. Certainly not in schools. Certainly not in most uh, in the sort of jobs where most progressives work. Uh, the nonprofit industrial complex or uh, companies that have been uh, steamrolled by DEI and ESG. I mean, it's impo- it's possible if you live in Minneapolis or St. Paul, Roseville, Richfield. To go your entire life without seeing conservatism as anything but people yucking it up over Tucker Carlson or watching Stephen Colbert yap about uh, Republicans. So what goes along with that, in addition to being really unable to argue your case very well, as we saw with Titan of Socratic Logic, uh, is a sense of entitlement that goes so deep that it, it renders you dysfunctional in terms of the real world that most of the world understands, including most of this country, even if they're not Republicans. Uh, Governor Waltz, of course, uh, whining at Republicans and stomping on his podium and acting like Dwight Schrute in the uh, – by the way, that was Dwight Schrute speaking in case uh, those of you are satire-challenged uh, didn't catch that uh, from a classic episode of The Office giving a speech that had originally been given by Benito Mussolini uh, – which reminded me of Governor Waltz's speech. I digress. The, the sense of entitlement, which Governor Waltz was part of, which the Twin Cities news reporter who responded to the whole idea of uh, that, that gun-free zones might actually attract murderers. Well, hey, not every school that's a gun-free zone has a, had a shooting. Well, okay, some is worse than none. Your Honor, I'm sorry, news reporter. Uh, You see that also in the behavior of these people in the wild. Um, It took a week or so for the story to get out, uh, but it came out yesterday somehow. I have no idea. I'm amazed it did, quite frankly, uh, being in St. Paul. A group of St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter's staffers showed us what one Minnesota really looks like when the new gentry cross paths with the peasants. Uh, This is uh, the owner of a ramen shop in St. Paul. Uh, talking about a group of Mayor Carter's staffers who came in for an evening after an evening at, at the office. Quote, they just came in. They were obviously intoxicated, recalls the restaurant owner, Jason Dorwell. He says a group of seven people came in asking for a table while three men went to the restroom. They were very loud, said Dorweiler. We heard noises from inside the bathroom, outside while service was going on. We kind of checked in on them. It appears they had... Uh, Pardon the expression, urinated all over our floor, which is a bad sign. (laughs) Yes, indeed. In addition to them coming in and just being annoying. They proceeded to sit down and were just being belligerent the whole time. Summarizing the whole thing. uh, Top staffers of uh, somebody somebody, on Twitter summarized this more capably. Two staffers of Mayor Carter got wasted, went into a local restaurant, 
um, well, let's just say evacuated all over the floor. When asked to leave, they decided to throw punches. Staff had to mace them to get them to leave. The staff of the restaurant had to mace these these violent louts who are on the DFL payroll to get them to leave. This is your Minnesota DFL. Naturally, by the way, these DFLers tried to play the victim uh, card after the fact. A second police report filed several days later after they realized they were going to be in some form of doo-doo shows a uh, a woman uh, last name Cruz Williams called the police saying she wanted to report an assault. In the report, she says, quote, she was trying to de-escalate the situation, end quote, and then she told the manager that she and her friends were going to leave. Having worked in bars, by the way, I, I, I will tell you that a group of people, mixed gender group of people, what am I, a biologist? Well, let's, just, let's go traditional here. A mixed gender group of people, uh, including a bunch of drunk guys and a couple of drunk women, will always include some woman who's saying, we're just trying to leave as the guys are throwing punches. And the fact is, just you watch, these these staffers are going to try and portray themselves as the victims. And in fact, uh, Mayor Carter's press secretary didn't rule out the idea that the real victims were the DFL staffers. Well, you can read it in the Pioneer Press, uh, by the way, excellent piece in the Pioneer Press. I'm amazed that it came out at all. I'm not surprised it took a week because, well, what can I say? It's St. Paul. Just you watch this ramen shop is going to get shunned by the DFL's uh, progressive majority in St. Paul, by the by, by the power click. You're going to see protests. You're going to see poison pen social media about these people because you know who the real enemies are in a progressive city. <laughs> anyone who provides any sort of cognitive dissonance, anyone who says, has the, has the temerity, frankly, to say two plus two equals four. I don't eat ramen because it's all carbohydrates, and yeah, I'm back on that wagon. But if I did, I would be going to this particular shop sometime this week. We'll talk maybe more about restaurants later on the show here or maybe in a future show because, boy, there's been some interesting news in that front over the past week. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Is it interesting enough to make the cut for today's show? I don't know. Hey, Senator Nathan Wiesenberg on the Parents' Bill of Rights. When we come back, Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. At am1280thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Gorka on voting in 2024. Scott, what do you think of President Trump's uh, change of tack when it comes to uh, ballot harvesting? He's right. You're not going to like what I have to say, but if Republicans don't engage in an all-of-the-above approach to voting, meaning election day voting, early voting, early in-person voting, mail-in voting, absentee voting, and where legal ballot harvesting... Number one, Arizona. 30% of machines stopped working on Election Day. Dr. Oz and John Fetterman, 500,000 Pennsylvanians already voted before the first and only debate. In Washoe County and Reno, it snowed, and 150,000 Republicans in Nevada stayed home on Election Day. We must engage in early voting, mail-in voting, and where legal ballot harvesting. Visit am1280thepatriot.com. Click on Hosts and search for whatever's on your mind you'll find a deep archive of intelligent commentary. Tens of thousands affected by the toxic water at Camp Lejeune are left with death, cancer, Parkinson's, dementia, birth defects, and other serious illnesses. And along with the harm, so many worries. My family drank the Camp Lejeune water. What if our health gets worse and we need more financial help? How do I protect my VA benefits and get the compensation I deserve and need? The answer is simple. Call James Harris Law, the experienced, trusted law firm that can get you significant compensation while protecting all your VA benefits. We're already fighting for hundreds of Marines, families, and civilians who drank Camp Lejeune water. But if you miss the deadline... 
you could forever lose your right to the justice you deserve. So call our Camp Lejeune Legal Helpline now. Now may be your last chance to receive full compensation. Don't delay. Call 800-320-7171. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking Relief Factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.